0: Oh, man. We got to cut that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Mid-Major Madness podcast. My name is Russ Steinberg. I am joined by my co-editor, Chris Schuette, and by our social media editor, Cam Newton. This is our first podcast in quite a while, and you could blame me for that. We were scheduled to podcast last week, and then I was very depressed after UConn lost to South Florida and just didn't feel like doing it. So here we are now, and a lot has happened. Conference play has begun. We'll do our best to catch you up on all of the interesting and not-so-interesting things happening around the world of mid-major college basketball. Uh, Cam, this is your first time. On the podcast so why don't you why don't you talk for like a few seconds and everyone could hear how your voice is just so much better than all of ours talk about whatever you want I don't care
0: yeah so this is this is how I sound what Russ was saying was I sound so good Um, so this is what he said is my first time on the podcast very excited about that I've been uh, begging and whining and complaining for like two years now that they've never put me on I'm like the third longest tenured person here or fourth probably, and I've never been on the podcast until now, so this is my time to shine. And all I ask is that anytime you read my tweets from now on, if you can just read them in this voice. It would really enhance the experience for you, I think.
1: See the the thing is though, Cam, your your voice is so good that like the voice inside my head that like reads <laughs> things can't replicate it. <laughs> like it doesn't do it justice.
0: it just attempts it's just some like uncanny valley where you get like this really unsettling voice in your head after that point (laughs) welcome to the (laughs) mid-major
1: podcast we're we're going to talk about belmont this week oh it's tremendous stuff such good content all right so a, a good way to keep us somewhat organized before all of this goes completely off the rails is to just <laughs> go around the horn and talk about a random team that we've liked. And Cam, since you're the uh the newcomer here, we'll let you go first. Uh because I, I also I know that you're gonna talk about a team that Chris and I both have uh opinions about. So tell us who that is.
0: Okay. So um if anybody on here is following our Instagram page, which you should be um i imagine that if you're listening to our podcast you're probably pretty gung-ho about our our site so you probably would want to follow the instagram page um i posted on there last night a poll late last night asking if uh, this team was the ivy league dark horse and that team of course is brown they beat canisius last night um that team has now moved to like 11 and 4 after that win um they stumbled a little early on out of the gate some bad losses to like LIU, and um, New Jersey Institute of Technology. But since then, they've rattled off uh, quite, quite a number of wins, uh, including like five in a row as of late. And one of the most impressive, I think, um, was the San Diego State win where they just absolutely throttled the Aztecs on the road. Before then, I wasn't really that into Brown, but um, now that they've rattled off those five wins in a row, including that just like thrashing of San Diego State, I'm pretty much willing to say that, like, they're the Ivy League dark horse right now. Um, that's my opinion. They've got one of like the top 75 defenses in the country. Their offense is still a little lacking, but I think that defense more than makes up for it. So now, you know, I think Brown's probably a lock. To, well, I shouldn't say that, but I think Brown is probably one of my like definite picks. I would say to make uh, the Ivy League playoff, um, perhaps against those other three teams. I think if they do, they can make some noise.
1: Yeah, I I think kind of the the standard that we've come to expect in what I guess only the two years that this playoff has existed, Um, but looking like historically at this conference is that you'll get the same three schools in it every year or three of those spots will be taken up by the same four teams, Yale, Penn, Harvard. Uh, in Princeton, and yeah. then you have sort of that wild card spot at number yeah. four, and I guess that could be Brown this year.
0: Yeah, I think I think Brown would be my pick for that. Um, as far as the others go, I mean, like I said, Harvard's not really been as impressive. <laughs> I, I don't feel that good about how I said in the preseason that like Tommy Omaker was going to be my like little coach of my coach of the year pick for our for our site and whatnot. So that's well, when you
1: lose to Siena, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've looked really bad. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, Princeton, Yale, Brown, and Penn. Or, hey, you know what? Dartmouth's not looking horrible. <laughs> They're over Dartmouth. 500. They're over 500. That's more than they could say. I don't know when the last time that team has had a winning record. But my big thing about Brown, too, is like right now, they're 130th in Kimpom, and that's their highest ranking in on that site since, I think, like this November of 2013. Um, they've been cellar dwellers for so long, and so this has been a long while in the making, so it's really just a, a breath of fresh air to see, like like you said, somebody break up the, um, like, the typical way that we have seen things in the Ivy League the past few years.
1: Want to hear some facts about Dartmouth? Absolutely. So for context, keep in mind that A, the Ivy League has existed forever. (laughs) And B, it has had the same eight schools in it the entire time. And C, it has had only eight schools in it. So it is a lot smaller than pretty much every other conference in the country. Dartmouth has not been to the NCAA tournament since 1959. (laughs) That means that in this eight-school league, they have gone more than half a century without finishing first. (laughs) That—that's like that is almost that is difficult to do. (laughs) To be that bad.
0: Um, I mean, we could say the same thing about Yale just until a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, Yale was the same way. Like, hadn't been since, like, the mid 60s or something like that. And I mean, Columbia hasn't been to, like, the tournament in, like, a similar amount of time, right? Like, since the 60s or something like that.
1: Yeah. It's really weird how, like, the same teams dominate. You can just blame that old dude, Pete Carroll.
0: Pete Carrill, however you pronounce his name. Pete Carrill. Yeah. You blame him. Whooping up Uh, all these nerds.
1: But since we are piling on Dartmouth. That 1959 season is also the last time they won 20 games. Oh, my God. <laughs> they have not won more than 18 in that time.
0: Okay. Actually, we should be nice to Dartmouth because I'm trying to court them right now to follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Um...
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're trying to court them for law school.
0: No, they don't have one. But he, He's not that <laughs> But the thing about Dartmouth is that, like, they wouldn't even be able to hear this podcast because, like, do they get internet up there in in New Hampshire? No. Yeah.
1: No, that's why I also don't feel bad for, like, piling on Maine either.
0: Yeah, I mean, Dartmouth, they're the school that gives, like, the commencement address on a stump. They have a big stump that, like, the speaker speaks at. It has, like, a microphone in the stump.
1: Well, they have microphones.
0: Yeah, that's that just now got there. That just now got there. Yeah. Before then, they just found like the huskiest man they could to just announce everything
1: really loudly. <laughs> All right, moving on from the Ivy League, uh, Chris. Why don't you tell us who you wanted to talk about today? Uh, my the team
2: I wanted to talk about today is a close personal friend of the site who. We often mention, and they never get mad at us on Twitter. And it's our beloved Hofstra <laughs> no. Pride out of the CAA. They've now won how many? Is that ten straight, including their uh, their thriller yeah. over the weekend? Justin wright Foreman hit was like a thirty-five like runner at the buzzer beat uh, Northeastern. Up to the seventy-sixth and Ken Palm. Um, like I said, they've won ten straight. They're thirteen and three on the year. Currently sitting at uh, first place in the Colonial, and, you know, coming into the year, I think a lot of us were kind of figured it was going to be a two horse race between Northeastern and uh, the Charleston for the Colonial title. But Hofstra's—they've gotten off to a hot start, and right now, I think it's you would be pretty safe calling them the leader in the clubhouse just in terms of how they've played so far this year and what they've done early on in conference play.
0: I would like to point out that I did not think Northeastern would do well in the colonial because I am strictly opposed to anything inherently Northern like that.
1: Um, Hey, Hey, North is trash as is the East coast. Hey, keep in mind who you're talking to here. Yeah, you have some, (laughs) some close
2: affiliation with New York. Have you been able to catch them yet this year?
1: Yeah. So, uh, my sister is a freshman at Hofstra. So I made it a point to get out there uh, really early on in the season, I saw them beat. I think it was North Carolina A and T. Um, really wasn't that great of a game. They won ninety two seventy two. Um, but I could tell you from being there and sitting, you know, right there on front row that yeah, this uh, this Justin Wright Foreman guy is pretty good. the real <laughs> deal. He's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of their all their losses are like good losses too. I mean, Maryland vCU and Marshall from back when Marshall was good. So, yeah.
1: The the thing about Wright Foreman is like he can score whenever he wants to. Like he just has to decide that that's what he's going to do on that possession. Like he's, you know, the the numbers are great. 43% from 3. Um I don't know. I I'm, I'm going to make this up. He's averaging 72 points a game. Uh whatever it is but yeah but like he can get into the lane and score at will and the worst you can do to him is foul him and then he's going to go make his free throws cuz he's a great free throw shooter too like he's really really impressive and he can carry that team if he needs to
0: wait um, where where even is Hempstead
1: way yeah not way the fuck out but kind of the fuck out on long island
0: See, I imagine Long Island is all just like So
1: how how big is Long Island actually? It's a very long island. Okay. <laughs> so It's quite long. Is it the longest island? <laughs> it's up there. I don't know.
0: It's one of the it's one of the longer ones for sure, but like I just imagine it as being really tiny.
1: No, no, it's not. Because there are like obviously a lot of people who live on Long Island commute to the city to work, but there is a good chunk of long island like that county furthest east where like that's not commuting distance
0: okay so that's
1: I, like a couple hours on the train to get to the city
0: see i just imagine like long Island, or just the the area of long island had just like one giant tower of babel-esque building where like every every floor <laughs> was a different con was a different college so like st john's and you go up and there's nyu Saint and john's up. is in
1: queen's that's not Long Island.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> all right, but Hofstra, Stony Brook, CW Post.
0: Yeah, we will get like uh, Fordham in there,
1: Adelphi. Fordham's in the Bronx.
0: It's on the. It's on the island, man. It's all- no, it's not.
1: No, it's not. That's all Queens, on Queens. Queens and Brooklyn are on the island. The Bronx is not.
0: Hey, I said, I said St. John's. That's Queens, man.
1: Yeah, I'll give you. I you could convince John's me. St. in the, the Garden, though, isn't that Manhattan? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, but they play most of their games so. Dude, Chris on just schooled you about your own city. <laughs> I know he actually made my point. Hey, I'm talking geography not here. Not <laughs> Damn, Russ, you even live there? <laughs> Let me explain to you how cities work. Maybe you're the Indiana guy here. India. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Want to talk about Applebee's? <laughs>
0: Hey, all the Applebees in Lexington just closed down. This is really Are tricky. they all blue? No. No. Applebee's Bees? Apples are red, dude.
2: No, but are the Applebees blue? Okay. I don't even Can't tell them. everybody about the blue Arby's.
0: <laughs> it's just
2: it's just paint. It's just paint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the people who work there, by the way, are extremely nice. Very, very friendly. I recommend if you're ever in town. Oh, maybe like the eighth time you're in town because I wouldn't just go there like if you're in town like for the first time <laughs> and you're like oh well which kind local food spot. yeah you know, what's the taste of Lexington well, I wouldn't recommend that but like if it's like Perfect. your time in town you hit, hit it like two to five yeah
1: hey have have either of you ever been to Nashville uh
2: yeah I went there in March
1: all right I'm gonna be there a uh, week from uh, not this coming weekend. The next weekend. So let me tell me what uh, fun shit to do. Uh, go to Music.
2: Biscuit Love.
1: Go to what? Biscuit Love. <laughs> that sounds good.
2: It's very good. But there's a taco place too that was really good. I'll have to look up the name of it. it
0: sounds like a plus yeah. night strip club. Yeah. <laughs> It probably is.
1: <laughs> it's my uh, annual college basketball road trip. We're going to see Vanderbilt and uh, Tennessee play. Nice.
0: Oh, shit. Well, listen, you should just go down there in their SEC tournament. Then you get to see all those Kentucky fans. You get to see Kentucky win.
1: It's uh, No, I'm at the Big East in the A-10. <laughs> Are you going to
2: see uh, Belmont when you're down there?
1: No. No, we're just doing those two. Just – Have you ever
2: been to a Belmont game? I feel like you probably should have.
0: No, but um, I believe they play at Eastern Kentucky in February. You have to go. I I have to go because Eastern Kentucky is in Richmond, which is like 23 miles from here.
1: Um, Is that out on Long Island?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kentucky has a relatively long shape to it, I will say. It, it would take about eight hours to drive in and end. A, a little fact for you there. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hey, here's a fact for you. This is going to be my 20th consecutive big East tournament.
0: Dude. I'm not even like, I'm not even 22.
1: Yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Can't wait to see how UConn does this year. <laughs> Fuck you. Where, where is like
0: the American tournament this year anyway? Like, uh, this
1: year it's in Memphis.
0: Memphis
2: is oh, it in yeah. that giant like pyramid thing? The Bass Pro Shop. Oh. Yeah,
3: that's that's a Bass, Bass Pro Shop it's got,
1: now. A FedEx Forum. Whatever. Yeah. One of the Memphis Grizzlies uh, and Tiger. That's like a literally just a a
0: big old outdoor sporting goods store. I think that's the coolest thing, honestly
1: team I wanted to talk about because I seem to be the only person who appreciates them uh in the power rankings is Georgia state and i think I think we had them ranked in the preseason, but they had some early losses and people kind of fell off on them and understandably so they lost their losses aren't that bad they lost to Montana creighton a pretty good Liberty team on the road, and Kansas State. Um, but then resume-wise, you look at what they've done. Beat St. Bonaventure on a neutral, beat Georgia on a neutral. They won at Alabama, and now they've opened up Sun Belt play with two road wins, one over a bad UT Arlington team, but the other one over Texas State on the road. and That's actually a Tier B win, according to Ken Palm. Um, eleven and four on the season. Projected to win every one of their games going forward until their season finale on the road against Georgia Southern. Um, I think the player that everyone associates with them and rightfully so is Demarcus Simons, the uh, junior bucket getter, and he's great. Um, but something that was pretty telling, at least to me, in that win at Texas State. Which is, again, it's a solid win. Uh, Simons only scored seven points, shot one of nine from the field, but they got 19 from Malik ben, Le- ben Levy. Uh, he made four threes and 17 from Kane Williams and also 16 from Devin Mitchell. So it's not just Simons, uh, who could score for them. So that's why I wanted to give a quick shout out to Georgia State and hopefully, uh, the uh, voters who are not me might start to notice if they keep winning their games.
0: Like with, with Georgia state, um, you mentioned how they're like favored in all those games too, except for Georgia Southern. Um, yeah, I was just like going through their schedule and I, I just forgot how just derelict, like the sun (laughs) belt. Like it is just an absolute nightmare and not in a good way. I mean, that Georgia Southern game, too. I mean, I was looking at Georgia Southern's, like, schedule recently because I had been a little high on them earlier in the season. Like, you had talked about how you were big behind Georgia State, and I was big behind uh, Georgia Southern largely because of the fact that, like, Tukey Brown is, like, a phenomenal player. Great name. Yeah,
1: too. they're a solid.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's fantastic. But, like, they rattled off recently, like, a spell of just three losses. And, like, and, and Radford who knows uh, if that's a good yeah. or bad like in comp in comparison to the there, major tournament.
1: there are no hideous losses on there
0: no but like i would have expected them to win all three of those and that's why like i would probably i get that it's away um but that's still so far away to even like look at that i i don't know how like georgia state does not go back to the ncaa tournament this year
1: like i know yeah and than... and and it's weird because you know you, you bring up how much of a mess the sunbelt is but then you look at the teams in that conference and it's a bunch of teams that have had like really solid years recently, like Louisiana, yeah. of course, the NIT team last year and the Cowardly <laughs> Wade won't schedule them. Uh, UT Arlington, <laughs> we know what happened there. Georgia Southern.
0: Uh, don't even get me Georgia started
1: State, State. Yeah. So like these are like legit programs here, just kind of caught at a bad time. And yeah, I think you're right. I think Georgia State at this point has to be the runaway favorite. Yeah. Also should mention Little Rock too. They've fallen on hard times.
0: Oh Little Rock is just is so bad. Yeah. Little Rock is pretty terrible. Um yeah, you know, Coastal Carolina hasn't been like awful if I don't if I can recall this season. Um
1: Can you name their coach off the top of your
0: head? Absolutely it's Cliff Ellis, man. Yeah. He's old. He's super the old. Famous Cliff Ellis.
1: <laughs> yeah. The head coach of Clemson when my uh, UConn Huskies beat them on that full court pass to Tate George. See, I just nineteen ninety. Kind
0: of, I just kind of remember him in like Auburn. I don't remember that far back.
1: Well, I don't remember nineteen ninety either. Um, <laughs> I was sever- I was several days old when that game happened. My dad tells me the story of him watching it in uh, the hospital with a newborn mm-hmm. me.
0: What well, was he happier about the game, or probably
1: the game? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's really, it's depressing because my dad is 68 years old. He's been a UConn fan for 40-something years. And having to reassure him that the future is brighter than the present with UConn coming off at two straight losing seasons, like, it's, it's difficult trying to convince him that it'll get better before he gets to be, you know, old and senile.
0: Yeah, I think... Like, honestly, you're talking about your dad and stuff. I think just the saddest thing about, you said your dad's 68. So he's seen, like, he's seen Indiana win the basketball title, like, quite a few times.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, you gotta be. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Talk about
0: (laughs) ancient. You really dated your dad there. Yeah. You really dated him. Oof. I apologize to Mr. Steinberg. No, no man should have to see that.
1: No man should have to see Indiana win
2: games.
1: <laughs> <Creech>. <laughs> <laughs> kid, Chris, we could, We could.
0: Oh, what were we discussing earlier, though, about, about conferences, right? Oh,
1: yeah. So we'll give the listeners some context here. Uh, Cam in Slack the other day uh, posed the question what is the most obscure college basketball conference is that how you phrase Yeah, it? I,
0: I said i think i said forgettable
1: <laughs> forgettable yeah. yeah um and you seem to think that it was the mac the mac with the mac yeah like the sheep with the sheep league um chris and i are convinced that it is the big sky and like by a mile <laughs> uh, but cam you can tell us why we're why we're crazy
0: yeah so we, we were discussing this Right before we started recording and whatnot, and maybe like saying that the Mac was like a bad choice, but I, I could I could maybe get behind that, even though I do forget that a lot of those teams like exist. Like I I remember that they exist, but like I couldn't say that like who they play. Like like if I saw Iona's name, I couldn't tell you like maybe who they would be playing. Manhattan, one of the great rivalries in the game. I, I only know Manhattan because they got the small guy who used to play for Patina Massiello, Massiello or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, who, who right college right I know graduate, Certified Degree Haber. So I'll probably take the Mac out of there. Um, I would probably like submit the Southland instead. Uh,
1: and I And I think if it weren't for Stephen F. Austin, I think it would be the Southland. So you're not that far off on that one.
0: But my thing was that I was saying is if you had a poll taken of any... You, t- you do it for any random um, college basketball fan. And you say, here's Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks. What conference do you think they're in? And you do it multiple choice and say, like, SWAC, Southland, Sunbelt. Big South. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, Big South or something like that. And you put those in there. There's no way that most of them would pick, you know, the Southland. I don't think so. I don't think Stephen F. Austin really makes even that big of a difference. Um, I wouldn't do that on our site because God knows there is like a, the, the ratio of Stephen F. Austin fans to other fans it is, is so astronomical; it would skew the results.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think maybe even the better question would be: name another Southland school that's not Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, and I think a lot of people would be stumped um, because remember, a lot of those schools are also new to Division One. Right? Yeah. Houston Baptist, uh, Abilene Christian, Incarnate Word. Like, they haven't been around for more than, what, four or five years?
0: Yeah. I mean, all the teams have kick ass names. I'll give them that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, and even they also have, like, one of the most forgettable, insane, buzzer beating NCAA tournament games uh, Northwestern State. Does anyone remember that?
0: I don't remember it, but I've seen it on YouTube. I've heard tell. I've heard tell of this game.
1: Like I would forget Northwestern state like even existing (laughs) and would certainly if I didn't like live in the mid-major world for like the last three years, would not be able to tell you what part of the country that school was in, let alone what conference. Do you
0: know what state Northwestern state's in?
1: Texas, right? No. (laughs) See? Louisiana.
0: It's Louisiana, yeah. (laughs) Don't they have that really good
2: uh, (laughs) journalism school? Is that where is? Yeah,
1: Madill is.
0: <laughs> are- <laughs> Dude, for like a half second, I thought you were being, law, like somewhat earnest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the Southland though, because we were talking about some of the other teams. Like Abilene Christian is the highest ranked Southland team right now, and they're like 184th. They're the only team that's not in the bottom 200. Is in the the only team in the top 200 right now in the and uh, Ken Palm is Evelyn Christian and they're still not even that good
1: yeah and I mean I just I think Stephen F. Austin over the last couple of years has given that conference enough that the big sky would pass it but if you want to go with the Southland I, I don't think I'd fight you on that yeah the big sky though, me
0: Southland, like you give me Southland like 10 years ago and
1: Bob Knight's son still coaching there oh wait who was in the Southland 10 years ago
0: yeah,
2: Lamar, was
1: Lamar. Texas State, was UTSA. Uh, UT Arlington. Oh. How many of those schools are now in Conference USA? <laughs> yeah. so see,
0: Texas State uh, is like Sun Belt, right? Like...
1: Yeah, Sun Belt. Uh, Louisiana. Monroe is in the Sun Belt. It, it's. It has turnover almost like the whack. which Greg isn't here for a whack minute, so that's that's the oh, shout-out.
0: true. At least, like, the Southland is a little
2: more regionally coherent. Yeah, it, like, it makes it sense. Makes... Like, if you put all the schools on a map, you're like, yeah, I, I kind of get why it's a conference. Like, it makes sense. You look at the whack and it's just like, what? Like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> well,
1: what the whack is is basically they divided all of the college basketball teams into conferences and then had a like eight leftover schools or nine leftover schools and didn't know what to do with them, so they just put them in a conference.
0: <laughs> UMKC? Chicago I'm Sorry State. about that. You're going to you're gonna have to travel like all the way out there to play Grand Canyon. You know?
1: Yeah, you wonder why Chicago State has no money. <laughs> yeah, Spending yeah. it all on
0: flights to... Find out the Cal yeah. Baptist. I would love to find out that Chicago State has a charter plan. <laughs> oh God,
1: They're totally spending great. it all on candles. Well, <laughs> now that they have that Mac Irvin money, though, maybe. Yeah.
2: uh God bless the Cougs. Love the Cougs.
1: <laughs> How have the Cougs been doing? I haven't been keeping up with them. Uh,
2: they beat Eastern Illinois in December, so they've beaten a D one team.
1: Apparently. That is the only D1 team. Apparently, the they
2: played uh, UMKC, uh, UMKC close over the weekend. I think Greg was at that game.
1: Well, let, let me break some news for you here. UMKC is not good.
2: Well, that's a bad deal. Context <laughs> is important. Right. There was a stretch early on in the season where I think I had watched like six consecutive halves of Chicago State basketball. Yeah, oh, when they played like Notre Dame. So they, so they opened up with IU and yeah, then IU. Yeah, Notre Dame close, and I was like wildly invested in them. And I was like, it's like, what am I doing with my life?" <laughs> I've...
0: Yeah, after watching that much Chicago State basketball, Chris, you might need to go get like a physical <laughs> or something, like an like, yeah, like,
2: MRI <laughs> doc. I've been having some problems lately. I think, it, I think there's a correlation <laughs> between the amount of Chicago State basketball I've watched.
0: Like neuralgia has just neuralgia has started forming all over my eyes it's just, yeah.
1: so chicago state has i'm not going to count them i'm going to assume the whack plays 16 a 16 game season
2: yeah probably yeah
1: so they have 15 games left and with 15 games left ken pom gives chicago state a 28 percent chance of going winless <laughs> that's really high. That is like Before Nevada lost to New Mexico, they had a 7% chance of going unbeaten, and they would have been favored overwhelmingly in every game. 28% for Chicago State.
0: So if that's Chicago State, I would only be curious to go see, like, Delaware State. Yeah, I'm better with the that's, Delaware State. They
1: actually have a projected win on the
2: record. 1%.
1: That's Maryland the Mias Mias is a disaster.
2: A lot more.
1: Yeah, a little more that's even than some of the other than the West. I,
0: I guess like UNC Asheville is probably in a similar boat to Chicago State because like, at least like the Big South isn't just horrible like that. Um, They've
2: got a 7% chance of going to win less. That's pretty high.
1: How did Asheville get so bad?
2: Uh, McDevitt left, right? Yeah, I'm looking at their Kent, Yeah, they're 353rd in experience on KentPop. <laughs> they have, yeah. So everybody on their page that is getting minutes is either a freshman or sophomore, except for one guy that's a senior.
1: Listen, UNC Asheville might not have a lot of experience, but they also don't have a lot of talent.
2: <laughs> also, also true. Yeah, so it's always interesting when you see a school like, because they, had, they hadn't been, you know, like world beaters like the last couple of years, but they had been good under McDevitt. He took him to a, a tournament and then he leaves and then it just completely like craters the program. It's always kind of shocking to see like what happens to some of these schools when, like, if, you saw it in, like Little Rock too when uh, Chris Beard left. A couple years ago, and now that they've been pretty bad for a couple years already, on their second coach in
1: three years since he left. Want to remember a guy? Always Kenny George. Oh, the giant dude, seven seven UNC Asheville, 370 pounds. uh, Tyler
2: Hansberry dunking on him, and that's
1: that includes my
2: memory of Kenny George.
0: Didn't he like
1: have his foot amputated or something?
0: yeah, he had MRSA.
1: What What did he have? MRSA. Oh, that sucks.
0: Well, I googled, and this is bad, but I googled Kenny George, and when I did, because I, 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 honestly, I'll be honest with you, I never heard of the guy. When I when I googled Kenny George, I saw like the thing that came up right after that was Man. death. Ooh, and I was no, like, he's still alive. Okay, because this Wikipedia page has no information that would state otherwise. Um, it does not even have his birth on there.
1: Yeah, he played uh, 2006 to 2008, so that was like when you were four <laughs> years old to six years old.
0: <laughs> yeah, nine to eleven. That was
1: that wait seriously. Uh,
0: 2006, you said right? Jeez. Yeah, I would have been nine. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was in yeah, high was. school.
0: Oh, I was, I was nine. I was. Loving life, going to watch Kentucky with Billy Gillespie as that coach. Oh, boy. Watching Joe Crawford, Ramel Bradley. Those are some guys. Hey,
1: 2000. Listen, (laughs) that time was fun for me, too, in high school, not going out on dates and stuff. Well, (laughs) UConn had
2: some pretty good teams during that stretch. Oh, wait, that that was George Mason here, right? They did.
1: George Mason year was 0-6, yeah. And then oh. they lost everybody and missed the postseason then, in seven.
0: See, I don't even remember that. Oh nine was the year. Yeah, oh nine they went
1: to the final four.
2: Yeah. Was that like AJ Price and like Jeff
1: Adrian? Was that was that the beat? Yes it was. Price, Adrian, yeah. the beat, Stanley Robinson. Uh, Dyson got her. I if Jerome Dyson didn't get hurt, UConn wins the national championship that year. What year was that? Oh nine. It was North Carolina won with Tyler Hansbrough? Oh yeah.
0: I, I see. I only remember watching the championship game of that. So
1: they
2: murdered Michigan State. Yeah, wasn't that game in Detroit too? Yeah,
0: yes. that's the only like like that was before I really cared about sports that much. That Carolina like, really team's
2: start- stupid good though.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, but you you have to understand, though, the the world where Jerome Dyson doesn't get hurt is like my fictional reality that I live in, (laughs) and you can't prove me wrong.
0: Is this like the Tyler Haas doesn't get hurt and Purdue Purdue makes the Final Four last year? Yeah. Or when, like, Robbie Hummel got hurt, which I do believe that one, by the way. I do believe some of the Robbie Hummel stuff in, like, 2010.
1: Did you call Isaac Haas Tyler Haas?
0: I did, yeah. You're right, because you said Tyler Hansbrough, a bunch, two big tall uh, guy guys. And this a uh, conflation. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I don't even remember much about any of that. Like I said, the cl- the earliest basketball game I even remember was uh, the UCLA Florida game. God,
1: that mm-hmm. that is so upsetting. <sighs> <laughs>
0: And I just remember watching it on the TV in, like, Gatlinburg,
2: Tennessee. That's it. Let's remember some NCAA tournament games. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's all I know, yeah.
1: And my earliest one that I remember is UConn losing to North Carolina in the Elite Eight in
2: 1998. Oh, God. I think mine was the, uh, the IU Duke game in 2002. The, I think it was Sweet Sixteen with the, the okay. AJ Moye block on uh, Trash Carl's Boozer.
1: I remember that game happening, but I don't remember yeah. the game.
0: Chris, how old were you? I uh, would
1: have
2: been six, uh, seven, I turned seven
0: that year.
1: God, you fucking people. <laughs>
0: seven man seven in 1992
2: you were old i'm I'm quickly approaching washed it's very upsetting (laughs)
1: listen
2: listen
0: listen i turned 22 in april and i am distraught
2: (laughs) yeah so I i got. i was sick earlier this week and i was like just thinking about how trash it is to be sick as an adult compared to when you get sick as like a child i (laughs) I, I don't know i got like some stomach bug and so i was like up all monday night and i woke up on tuesday i was like i i think i'm ready for somebody to pull the plug on me like i i was ready to like (laughs) i could not like get out of bed i i wanted to die it was absolutely terrible all over just like a
1: over just like a it. stomach bug. So for given the situation, I actually got really lucky with the sickest that I've ever been in my life because I was a senior in college, but I happened to be mm-hmm. home at the time. So I was able to like shirk any real responsibility and like my mom took care of me like I was a child, which I needed because <laughs> I, I think I was like you, I just had awful food poisoning and was just throwing up for 24 hours straight. But I had someone who would like make sure that I stayed hydrated and didn't die. And I'm not sure that that would have happened if I was like in an NYU dorm having to also share a bathroom God. with three other people.
0: Oh God. See, that's like I can't fly. imagine. That's why being sick is so much better as a kid because somebody actually cares. Right. When you're an adult, nobody nobody gives a shit.
1: And- right. Like I, I, got sick again. Like not as bad, but like a couple of years ago, I got, I got kind of sick. I think it was something I ate again. But I had a roommate, and like I had to like leave the bathroom when he had to get ready for work in the morning, and then I had to call out of work. And it was just no one gave a shit. No one gave a shit yeah. that I thought I was gonna die.
0: Yeah, that's the best part. You get your you get your mommy, and she puts you on the couch, and she lines. She puts my towels on the floor. Yeah, yeah. she. My mom would put towels on the floor in like a in like a red carpet almost, right to the bathroom, and yep. yeah, that's that's the life, man. You have people bringing you saltines whenever you want.
1: I got saltines. Goldfish. I got Gatorade. I got. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was, yeah, it was really cold, so mom brought the uh, the space heater into the bathroom.
0: Oh yeah, that was my classic move—just sleeping on the floor of the bathroom, that cold tile. Oh yeah, I, I had to. Yeah, so that I was, pretty was much me, Monday night. Now. Oh yeah,
2: just curled up on my, my bath <laughs> rug,
0: <laughs> picturing a, a fully grown Chris just, just naked, pulling on the floor like a bath the towel like
2: over me, to, like trying to stay warm. Absolutely <laughs> miserable experience. So, speaking
0: of sickness, to talk about the Atlantic <laughs> Ten. Um, <laughs> St. Joe's
1: tonight. <laughs> what was the final of that game?
2: Seventy-three forty-seven.
1: Oh, that's almost that is not as bad as I thought it would be. That says. Let me, uh,
2: let me check if they won the second half.
0: What's their deal?
2: And
1: then,
0: what, what's their deal? Because like I, Charlie Brown I, is good and no, Charlie I, I fine, think right? they said
1: that Brown was sick, right? Uh, he played thirty-three minutes uh, okay But still they've been well, bad then never for a mind. Bit. Then someone on Twitter lied to me. Yeah, because I
0: thought he had been like playing pretty pretty well. They just, they just like, suck. They just, like, well they didn't definitely shoot
1: shop. very well. They didn't like
2: eleven of thirty from two, five of twenty five from three. They only turned it over ten times.
1: Is zero point seven seven points per possession bad? It's not great. Against a team that's 5 and 10. It's not the worst I've
2: ever... I mean, there's only 61 possessions. It's
1: not completely terrible. It is when you're giving up 1.2.
0: They were projected to at least give Davidson a run for the money.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the top... Uh, I don't know, a third of the Atlantic 10 was supposed to be pretty good between Davidson, George Mason, St. Yep. Joe's. Wilson, that god-awful conference. I guess VCU kind of. St. Louis... I think people kind of thought UMass was going to be a little better. Yeah. I guess maybe there's still time for UMass. Oh, well, no, never mind. They lost to Howard twice. Well, they, they lost mean. to LaSalle. Oh, so. no, no, never mind. I misread. They lost to Howard <laughs> once, and they lost to Harvard <laughs> once. My mistake. That would have been really <laughs> so <bad>. funny, though. <laughs> They're still bad. They did it. be Providence, though. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, but Daniel, Providence been- sucks. We put Howard on our schedule twice. Yeah, I was
1: wondering how they ended up playing <laughs> Howard twice kidding. in a row, then I realized that the first one was Harvard.
0: I mean Fordham is one of the few teams in there probably right now that's like over five hundred. Fordham's
1: right? over five hundred? Yeah, nine and, six. Nine and yeah, six. six. Yeah, they like
0: they had Oh yeah, I forgot
1: that Jeff Newbauer schedules the worst teams possible. Listen, they beat CCNY in their season opener. I've covered division three basketball for over ten years. Uh With NYU, NYU plays in like the one of the better conferences in Division Three. They will not schedule CCNY because CCNY is so bad. That is Division (laughs) Three (laughs) school. Fordham brings them in opening night, beats them by forty-eight, proceeds
2: to lose to Houston Baptist. (laughs) Right. There's going to be a lot of turnover in that league as far as coaching goes. I think. Like I think. Chris Mooney's probably on his way out at Richmond. I would be surprised if Moofnboo New- if done
1: it for him. Oh yeah. I really like Chris. He's the Mooney
0: master. stuff. Yeah, Mooney's yeah. like one of the yeah. nicest coaches. Which sucks cuz I like I want him to do so well and he's still like super young, so I think whatever school he goes to will be nice, but like that was one of the big arguments I used to get into a bunch last year cuz like Richmond for the past few years, have been one of my a favorite. Spider. I mean, just you love spiders. That was a spider. Listeners should know Cam has a really spiders. weird
1: thing about spiders. Like he he loves spiders.
0: Oh, they're great! Send me pictures of your spiders if you got them. Send me pictures of random spiders. I don't have to be yours. I'll take whatever I get, honestly. But uh, I love I love seeing them. I love looking at them. Those big old eyes, great. Arachnophile uh, is that the word?
1: So, All right.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know know like right. it is the word, but like it is now. That would be, I would yeah. use that, and and so I would I would argue with all these Richmond fans because there's like a whole section of Twitter called like the hashtag fire. Yeah, Mooney. they're intense. There's, there's an account that like yeah. tweets at
2: us sometimes,
1: and they have been for like a few years yeah. now. This isn't a new thing. They've been,
0: yeah, they've been behind like firing Mooney for a while. Like even, and I think they were really disappointed too that 2017 season. Yeah, when there's like TJ Klein, and that's actually that
1: warranted,
3: and.
0: Yeah, because they only went, like, 22 and 13. They made it kind of decently far in the NIT. But, like, that was a team that, like, should have won. That should have been an Italy tournament team just because how good he was. And, I mean, the rest of the a 10 wasn't super great back then even. Um, And then last year they were pretty terrible. They won. They ended up finishing, like, 500 in conference play um, with a really young team. And so I was like, guys, you know, give it time. Yeah, you know, they're young. They still did pretty well in a ten play, and then this season, it's just been so bad. They can still maybe turn it around with some wins because the conference sucks. But like, and they've only, and then the teams they played have been good a ten teams like Dayton and Rhode Island. But um, I would not be surprised at all if they fired him, and I probably wouldn't be upset either. It sucks because he's been either. there for like fifteen years. Yeah, he's been there a long time, since 2006.
1: So. Right, and he looks like he was, like, eight years old in 2006. Like, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got a sweet 16, because that was one of the games I remember was when um, Richmond beat Moorhead State in the second round. I was really pissed about that, I remember, because I was a big Morehead State guy back then, just because Kentucky, right? Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, while we're talking about awful Atlantic 10 teams, a uh, quick shout out to Ashley Howard and LaSalle because they started zero and ten, then won three in a row. Granted, the first one was against Alabama A and M. Then they beat Towson and won at UMass, and then they gave VCU a really good game tonight before losing sixty nine sixty three. So, hey, maybe the maybe the Explorers aren't quite as bad as they seemed at first.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, they were winning, and I was nervous because like. I'm starting to run out of teams to rank in our rankings, and I thought VCU was, like, a consistent one that I can always count on. And I was like, oh, my God, if they lose to LaSalle, I'm going to have to find some, you know, stupid MAAC school that's got, like, 10 wins and put them in at 25. I don't know.
2: I ran into that same dilemma on a weekly basis. I get to, like, 23, and I'm like, God, I don't know, like, who's, like –
0: Oh yeah, that's why. That's why if you go to like our if you go to our poll, and you see like the bottom part where there's like always fifteen teams like, that get like yep. six votes or six fewer. Because votes. we all
1: realize like every team kind of yeah. sucks once you get past the top fifteen or so.
2: I mean, now that like conference play has started, it's going to be the same teams pretty much week in and week out. Yeah,
1: I think it will get easier.
2: Say for like five or six towards the bottom half that maybe jump in if they beat someone good.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, it really screws it up because there's not much opportunity to, like, actually improve, like, your standing in my eyes unless you, like, well, get a bunch of wins. I, like, just, I like, think all a all team like North
1: Texas will have that opportunity for you because they're going to start playing, yeah, you know, know, the Western Kentuckys, Old Dominions, Marshals of the world.
0: Yeah, and, like... February 26th. All like, right, like, listen. Like,
1: they don't make
3: it. <laughs> it's going to be a while. North Texas
2: checks in at number 17 as they improve to 22-0 and 0 on the year. <laughs> or 22-1. and 1.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And they're only that high because Mitch has them ranked like four. And then we all have them somewhere yeah, in the late teens. Like yeah, everybody.
2: everybody has their teams that they're stupid high on.
1: Yeah, mine's Georgia State. Is Mine North was Toledo Texas. for a while. Ellie's oh. NJIT. I actually have a team that I've unreasonably haven't ranked or haven't ranked highly, and I know I should, and that's East East Tennessee State, actually. And, like, now that, I mean, they've won five in a row, they're starting to make it too difficult to not rank them. They've beaten uh, Furman. Oh, and look, <laughs> that's it. That's probably why yeah, I've been right. they got it, like it, a it, brand new it, like it.
2: group of players this year, <laughs> don't they? Like they lost a lot of guys from that team last year that was w- w- like the best team in the SoCon for most of the year.
1: But then, like, I went, I went on this like uh, this radio show in Tennessee, like near wherever East Tennessee State is, and I didn't have a good answer for why. ETSU wasn't ranked in our preseason other top 25 and I had to kind of fumble around it and now that we are you know here in early to mid-January I still don't have a great answer so like maybe we actually should be ranking them. Cam talk to us about Rick Bird.
0: Oh yeah so Ohio Valley Conference Basketball been pretty interesting thus far. Um, I think everybody Well, I shouldn't say everybody because I had been kind of hiding from my preseason predictions for the OVC because some of them were very bad, Uh, where I had Jacksonville State originally as winning the conference. I had Murray State maybe like as the fourth best team. Um, I was a little higher on Eastern Kentucky, who did give Murray State a run for their money. So now that Ohio Valley Conference play is coming back out, I'm whipping these predictions back out, baby. Because let me tell you, (laughs) for a while there, Jacksonville State looked pitiful just absolutely pitiful, and now they're back here beating Belmont first game of the season at the curb, at curb event center, Um, at the curb, they win, Um, they looked pretty dominant in that win, too, and they did exactly what I talked about in those preseason predictions where I said, you know, Jacksonville State, like, their bread and butter is defense, they're not going to score a whole lot of points, but they will absolutely shut you down, and that's what they did against Belmont. I mean, Belmont's offense was completely stifled. And, and Belmont is a team all season long that has essentially like lived and died by their perimeter shooting. And I really fear how that's going to look once they get into some of these games. And that's why I think Jacksonville State will still probably have the edge in a lot of them because um, you're going to get the same thing with Murray State. They couldn't stop Nick Mayo at all the other night um, in that matchup. And that was against a Eastern Kentucky team that goes solely through him um they couldn't stop the one the one guy who was actually (laughs) attacking their attacking their defense really well uh so overall i would not be surprised still if jacksonville state ends up you know going through this and emerging as uh the the winner of the ohio valley conference especially because um if i remember correctly i think their schedule is pretty favorable like the only time they play murray state they get murray state at home they still get more, more home game against belmont um I'm still pretty high on the Gamecocks, honestly.
2: Do they still have the weird uh, conference tournament format? Um, Where it's,
0: like, the double buys
2: and stuff? I I, I I just remember it being, like, a super, like, weird bracket with, like, a weird amount of teams in it.
0: Yeah, so the bottom... I forget if it's, like, bottom two or bottom four. I think it's bottom four. Like, don't make it. Yeah. And then because uh, because it's divisions like there's divisions and so the bottom two teams from each division don't make it and then there's like a double buy and then a single buy and the double buy teams usually always end up falling victim because momentum and what have you, of thing you believe in. so overall it, i've been pretty thrilled because it looks like it's going to be more competitive than a lot of people would have thought especially because john morant um, had been, running, had been really impressing so many people and catching a lot of people's eyes. He's absurd. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's just yeah. – it, it's, it's one of these things where, you, like, you look at how Murray State has been able to get um, guys like John Moran and Isaiah Cannon and um, Campaign and Jonathan Stark. And, like, after a while, it's not just coincidence, yeah. but, like, maybe they're actually a right. genuine pipeline there.
1: It's it's important to remember that Zion Williamson is a poor man's John Morant. <laughs>
0: You're hearing it, John Morant. So I, was, rules.
2: I, I, I was writing that piece for dot com, and I was like looking at some of his stuff, It just like his numbers are absolutely insane when you like consider like the workload that he's carrying, and like just what he's doing on a night in, night out basis, and just watching. Okay, I think the athleticism too. Like yeah, like you. Like you that game against Alabama was the one that stood out to me because it was on national television. Just when you see like guys at this level go up against like power five like caliber athletes, and just he was the most dominant one on the floor. It's mm-hmm. it's insane to watch. And then like you put him against a school like Eastern Kentucky, and he goes for like thirty four ten and eight. Like yeah, that's it's insane.
0: Yeah, he's also cool because last season, before he was like really like famous and whatnot, uh, I, I posted like a gif of him doing like a cool finger roll, and he DM'd me and said, "Hey, man, can I get that gif?" <laughs> so, sure thing, anything hey. for you, absolutely.
2: John Morant, come on the pod. Yeah, he follows yeah, me. Bro.
1: get him on the pod, Demetrius <laughs> Morant.
0: There is a there is a Southeast Missouri State fan who only refers to him as, like, Demetrius Morant. And there's always, like, the Murray fans who are crazy on Twitter will always, like, fight with him. They're like, his name's John ja Morant. He's like, technically, he, like, technically his name is Demetrius. Uh,
1: you do a very good impression of Felix Biederman doing an impression. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that a Chapo guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the muscle one. I'm learning.
0: I I still say watch out though for Austin P. Let's go P. Oh yeah, Austin
1: P is not bad.
0: They just haven't had a, like a lot of opportunities to make names for themselves. I mean the best teams that they played in non conference were like Mississippi State and South Florida and they lost both. Um yeah. otherwise their schedule was like really weak. They they did beat Liberty. Yeah,
1: did I beat watched Liberty. I watched them in their game against Central Connecticut because, you know, I'll watch whenever my Blue Devils are on TV. And they actually – they look pretty good. Yeah,
0: Terry Taylor's great. I mean, he's just a sophomore, and um, last season as a freshman when he won – because he won um, conference uh, – fresh rookie of the year, whatever they call it, if the I think they call it just rookie of the year. And um, he won that award over John Morant, because I remember a lot of people were pissed about it. Uh, but he actually – it probably deserved it. I, I mean, it's not like something outrageous. Um, this season, I can't remember how good he's been like thus far, uh, but uh, he's definitely been their like star. I mean, he went for like 32 in their wins over like uh, Liberty and Fort Wayne, so he's been he's been killing it. I wouldn't be surprised to see them um, run through a good amount of wins too because they don't face any good. OVC competition until like the end of this month when they play Belmont. They've got like six games against some stinkers.
2: There's a there's some really good players in the OVC. Just like looking at the like the Ohio Valley like all Ken Pomp It's like John Morant, dealing with their Nick Mayo. Like it's a pretty, it's a
1: pretty oh, yeah. uh, solid trio. Yeah. yeah, they got some
2: guys. I try to
0: like shout out Nick Mayo as much as possible because like it, it's so unfortunate that. He does not get as much attention as he should because of how good he is. Um, He just plays on that team, so he unfortunately just gets not much credit at all. But, like, he's a big man, and he added, like, 40 pounds of muscle or something this offseason.
2: Does he still have his long
0: hair? No, he cut it. Uh It looks good. Um, But if you look at, like, pictures of him from, like, seasons past to this season, like, he is – bulked up a lot more um so he's actually like a much better post player now it's he's he's become very very well-rounded and he's from maine
2: that's cool should have stayed home yeah they could have used him
0: a lot of main talk on the podcast
2: today <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the early main talk will hopefully be cut
1: is there anything else you wanted to discuss?
0: Um, everyone here should follow the Instagram account. <laughs> well, you two follow it, so I don't have to worry about that. I mean, everybody listening. Yeah.
1: How many followers do we have?
0: Um, I believe before at, at, at press time right here, we had like 543 last I checked. Jeez, nice. It's uh, pretty good. Wait, let me look again. Uh, 546.
3: Not nah, bad. So it's little... more than I have.
0: People love their mid-major hoops, and, you know, it only takes so much begging for them to eventually just break down and follow.
2: See, it helps when we post pictures, which is something that we failed to do for a long time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a picture a day keeps the followers at bay. That's what I always say.
1: Yeah, you do say that quite often.
0: I do. I've said that to, uh, to Russ on numerous occasions. But if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have an Instagram account, you need to go on there and you need to type in the little search bar, mid.madness. And that's going to bring you to our page, which is where you're going to find just a, a smorgasbord, a nice little feast of, of pictures. There's just going to be all kinds of goodies on there for you, interactive stuff. Um, I'll be, you, can, you can send us a DM, ask us about stuff. I'll respond sometimes if you're not like insane we have had some insane people um, most of the time I'll be like hey what's the what's the best game on today and then like some guy will message me he's like what the hell man you're not going to you're not going to give credit to nevada even though that's like the <laughs> team we talk about more than any other like in the world disrespect
2: wow, <laughs> like, much like dude shut up
0: yeah i have had that one day we had people sending us pictures somebody sent me a pic from like i don't know like a stanford game <laughs> stanford's a 12 game i don't know <laughs> which I got to respect if that was part of a bit, which I doubt. Um, if it's part of a bit, I respect it. But if it's not a bit,
2: I don't respect it. People have kind of gotten on board with like the Pac-12 as a mid-major thing in, in recent weeks, though. Yeah, people are loving it. Well, yeah, Pac-12 kind of is was, uh, I think Arizona State was getting killed again by somebody tonight. <laughs> uh, that's that's unfortunate. Oh, well, they were, lo- they were losing to uh, Cal at one point.
0: Dude, Louisville lost to Pitt earlier. They That's really
1: funny. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Mid-Major Madness podcast. For Chris Schuette and Cam Newton, I'm Russ Steinberg, and we promise we'll – well, no, we don't promise, but we'll try to be back a lot sooner this time. Have a good one. That was my ending. I thought it was great.
0: You should have said hopefully with more Cam.
3: Eh.